When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. And also make sure you hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more uh, great Titans coverage. We've got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they make it happen for all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app keeping you safe online with one app right there. And to get a two-week free trial with Aura by going to our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer in the mid-state with three locations, great locations in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro online for all of your equipment needs at KrebsKubota.com. So, Zach, we take one day off of DeAndre Hopkins' discussion on this show because there was no information, no new information over the weekend. And then, boom. New information comes yesterday as uh, Mike Giardi, who formerly of uh, the NFL Network and then previous to that, formerly of ESPN, but has really strong ties across the entire NFL and also in New England as he's covered the Patriots quite a bit. He's also been to Nashville several uh, times over the last few years and has uh, strong connections with the Titans organization too. So a good person to trust on this when he's got something, including uh, around the DeAndre Hopkins uh, circus here. And so here is Mike Giardi's report uh, and he calls it a sweepstakes, right? Is it a sweepstakes? Maybe that's a side tangent we can get on source with knowledge on the situation hammered home quote. There is no rush to make a decision. There could be quote more out there in the coming weeks slash to start a training camp citing possibly a team unhappy with their wide receiver room or an injury source added that Hopkins liked his meeting with the Patriots but also had similar feelings about his trip to Nashville to sit with Vrabel and the Titans. They each offer something unique to Hopkins. Both teams told Hopkins that he still has elite capabilities. So that Zach, there's a lot in this report here. You know, the fact that we all knew that he liked his trips in new England and Nashville and that both teams offered something unique, I think is, you know, a little bit new, but I, I don't know what the Titans unique pitch or unique aspect about their visit uh, with, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was, but what's kind of your takeaway from that Mike Giardi report on DeAndre Hopkins that came out Monday? Well, I think it's the follow-up, right? So he had a chance to go visit both parties, whether it was the Titans or the Patriots. He didn't find a deal that wowed him or that gave him probably the money that he aspired or thought that he was worth and probably timeline. He's always going to think that he's worth. And we all know the Odell Beckham Jr. Curveball that is involved in this, which mm-hmm. is he's really changed the entire landscape of this free agent market wide receiver for this particular off season. And I think we all believe that Deandre Hopkins is better than Odell Beckham Jr. But the Ravens kind of messed that up and his, and his agent is trying to get the best deal possible and we don't know, and I think this is the hard part for, for us as the media or common fan looking at this saying, we have no where or idea of where they're starting, right? Is this a multi-year deal? Is this in the range of $10 million or $15 million? How much is guaranteed? How much is incentivized? And so we do know that both teams, the Patriots and the Titans, 
financially put something on the table, right? I mean, there was some discussion of some seriousness. Yeah. Financial conversations, right? But not necessarily the offer because nobody's going to get turned down officially, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's not a contract, it, yes. but there's discussions of what that contract could represent. And now, to, I think nobody's surprised, at least not my surprise, that DeAndre Hopkins goes there and he waits. Because there's really no reason... Austin to sign right now. There was no reason to sign last week. If you're DeAndre Hopkins, you have nothing to lose. This is the seven week dead period where there's a lot of free agents. Dalvin Cook, as we'll probably mention later on in the show, Ezekiel Elliott, a lot more running backs than wide receivers. And DeAndre Hopkins, now all he has to do is stay healthy over the next seven weeks. Don't trip over a coffee table. And, you know, be who he is and yeah. get a contract. I mean, that's that's, done. that's the smart thing to do for DeAndre Hopkins. And then as this report insinuates, wait on possibly the market to come to them. Because now here's, here's what I'll say. This is what happens now after you visited the Titans and the Patriots. Now the agent, DeAndre Hopkins' agent, picks up the phone and he starts floating out the numbers that Tennessee and New England gave to DeAndre that week to say, hey, look, this is the ballpark. If you want to come play ball, let us know. Uh, I know you're going to the Bahamas with your family because you just got done working OTAs and minicamps. But once you get back from Turks and Caicos or wherever the hell you're taking your family, hey, I'd like to talk. And DeAndre Hopkins is open to any type of deal that is in this type of range. We want to get a third party involved. Call me back when you get a chance. Thanks. Bye-bye. That's the play. Yeah. Um, so a couple comments here. I do want to bring up uh, Mr. Jones, uh, who is typically, you know, very opinionated here on this show. Mr. Jones says D-Hop chose the Titans to visit first. Yes, that is factually accurate. But what does that mean? And I think it's kind of, this comment kind of represents something that I thought was a little bit overblown overall with, DeAndre Hopkins visits to the Titans and the Patriots. I think the reason why DeAndre Hopkins visited the Titans first is because the Titans were one of, were one of eight NFL teams to have their mandatory minicamp two weeks ago. Like the other 24 NFL teams had their minicamps last week. And DeAndre Hopkins did not want to go to mandatory minicamp. He didn't want, he didn't want to have mandatory minicamp on the horizon as some type of you know, reason to have to sign or be viewed as a, uh, he doesn't want to go to camp. I, and then why did he go to the Patriots after that? He went to the New England Patriots the day after they ended their mandatory mini camp one day early. And so I think that is why DeAndre Hopkins logistically had his travel agent set up uh, the, you know, Titans visit first because they were done with mandatory mini camp. Guys were still around because they had one more OTA and then the Patriots were still around as he went on the very tail end to visit them with their mandatory minicamp. I think that has a lot of reasons to do with that particular timeline. Uh, I Logistically, maybe, but I actually agree with Darren here. I think that the Titans put themselves in that spot. I think that Mike I mean, Vrabel and, and Rand Carthon and the brass of the Titans knew that they were desperate wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins gets cut. Mike Vrabel has a connection, reaches out let's talk oh, and that's the reason why i don't deny that either like i i think that but that, that's you, you got to give credit to the titans i felt sure. like you were well, discrediting because it was just the timeline and i feel more that it was the titans putting themselves in the spot to actually throw out the offer and host deandre Hopkins. Well, and we don't we don't know who initiated what visit we don't know if the titans picked up the phone and called to initiate the visit or if d hop no did, but or, i think regardless i could say that darren would agree with darren no, the titans look, put themselves in that spot i don't disagree with that you know everything it takes two to tango right but i i do think the titans having an early mini camp allowed them a better opportunity for that earlier visit because the majority of nfl teams had their mini camps a week later and we'll also talk about these other potential dark horse teams that Giardi hinted at uh, as well. I also think one overblown story that I saw Pat McAfee, Dan Orlovsky, and other NFL players reacted to, how could the Titans let DeAndre Hopkins out of the building without signing? How could the Patriots let DeAndre Hopkins out of the building without signing? That was always going to happen. Like, it was always, I think, understood that 
If visit would happen, you would leave without any type of commitment or signing of a contract because that was a situation that D-Hop was going to play. And I'm, I'm guessing by your reaction, you agree with me on that one. Well, I, sales is sales. If anybody's ever been in sales, you always go into a sales meeting to close. Like you go in there saying, look, sign this deal. This is the offer. Let's make a deal. Let's make an agreement. That would we be want ideal. You, you yes. want me. But when you get into an actual sales meeting, you never know how it's going to go. It yeah. may, you have to feel it out because sometimes you don't get the sale because you're pressing too hard. And maybe you do get the sale when you kind of act like, hey, we have some mutual interests. Uh, we're going to go with your timeline because we value you and we value how you feel. And that's how this relationship is going to go once you sign with us. But we're not going to put the pressure on. So, that, look, that is sales 101. Yeah. I never once say go in there. You always go, go in there and close. But things happen when you actually host a player or going, going in. And, again, there's probably plenty of people in the chat that are in and out of sales, whether you're selling insurance, refrigerators, advertising, whatever it is, or players in this case. You've got to go out and feel the process because you can easily turn off a potential close or yep. sale with your actions in the initial meeting. All right. So let's go back to the Giardi report here. Cause I agree with that, Zach. So the Deandre Hopkins report from Mike Giardi on Monday, uh, circle back on the Deandre Hopkins sweepstakes source with knowledge of the situation hammered home. There is no rush to make a decision there could be more out there in the coming weeks slash starting training camp. Zach, let's start there on the timeline. Let's ask the question to the audience here. Do you expect DeAndre Hopkins to sign before or after the start of training camp? So the start of training camp is like July 25th. Do you expect DeAndre Hopkins to sign before or after the start of training camp? Uh, and so I'll let uh, the chat start to populate their opinions on that. And then Zach, you tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan over a year ago, and I'm really glad that I did. Farnborough Health Plans, they gave me my uh, a quote. I had no idea what I was going to receive, but I realized that it was better coverage at a better rate and better service when they presented it to me. And then it was my decision on whether I wanted to switch. They didn't put pressure on me. Right, they weren't trying to 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 close me. They were saying, "Here's the deal. This is your decision." You can have that same experience. I've benefited off of Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee over the last year and a half, and I continue to do that. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. If you live in Tennessee, really think about looking at Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee, whether it's you individually, whether it's you and your family. Visit fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z and get a quote today. And with BetMGM this summer, maybe you're going back to Omaha uh, tonight for the College World Series, you can win big with our first bet offer with BetMGM. Our bonus code ATOZ Sports. At sign up with ATOZ Sports as your bonus code when you sign up with BetMGM, and you get up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Twenty-one or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, eligible cards. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued. Knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire for days. And for problem game sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, uh, going back to Mike Giardi's uh, report, asking everybody the question, do you expect DeAndre Hopkins to sign before or after the start of training camp, which is roughly July 24th, 25th for the majority of NFL teams? Uh, Giardi said, quote, there is no rush, end quote, to make a decision that there could be more out there in the coming weeks slash the start of training camp. So I'll send you to the chat on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. What's everybody saying before or after the start of training camp? Uh, Eric goes after scary. Harry goes after before from Eddie. Kenny goes after. So does Jody top tier and Steven as well as Thomas Smith. So does Jonathan. So they think D hop, AKA nuke, uh, AKA D hop. We're just going to say D hop until he gets into a building and officially figure out his nickname is after a lot of afters. Scott is saying right before training camp. Tighten up is saying after. Mr. Jones says way before. Ryan Clark says after. Darren goes before. Evil Stewie goes after. So does Pistol Ramsey. So does Ethan. So does Matt. So does Willie. So does Sioto. So does Danny. A lot of afters right there. Nate's burner says before has to move in and get settled shortly after from Brad. 
Maserati Matt goes after, Trevor S goes after, so does Lorenzo before, but not this month. So he says in July. Uh, let's see. Uh, James goes with after. Daniel goes before, right before for Deshaun Washington. Devin Mills goes after, definitely after. This man don't want no work. And I saw another one saying he doesn't like to practice, as that's been rumored. Before, well, we, before, we did, before, we before, before. We've got we've got a string of befores okay. though. Kenneth Henry, Albert, and Jason all go before. So a late push, as well as uh Bork Borkington, as well as Tom, as well as Tiffany, so as well as Chris Stress. So there's there's a befores. I do think that afters win this particular poll in the chat. Austin, do you think he signs before or after? Well, the the whole part of D-Hop not wanting work. We do have a million DeAndre Hopkins graphics loaded in here in the queue, but this was Mike Reese uh, from a couple weeks ago from New England. Uh, Word out of Arizona is that the 31-year-old does not like to practice, (laughs) and that came out of Arizona uh, there too. So we do know that. Zach, I don't I don't think this has anything to do with DeAndre Hopkins not liking to practice or or liking to practice. I had I think this has everything to do with opportunity. And I think DeAndre Hopkins will end the month of June unsigned. I think that's the easy thing. I think he will go pretty deep into July before con- seriously considering situations. I do think at the end of the day, I think he signs with the team and shows up for that first training camp practice. So my official answer is I think DeAndre Hopkins signs with the team before the start of training camp. I just think for him and his situation in his career, where he's at, going to his third team in the NFL, he just turned 31 two weeks ago, and DeAndre Hopkins knows that there's not a massive contract waiting for him at the end of this Uh, yellow brick road that he's on right now because of it's June, right? Nobody, as we mentioned, uh, uh, Michael Gennetti from spot track mentioned that over the last six off seasons, anybody who has signed as a veteran free agent after uh, the, you know, many camps and OTAs began the most guaranteed money was $9 million on a contract. Now Deandre Hopkins is unique to that situation, but there's just not a lot of money available for NFL teams. So I think his understanding is that he needs to be at training camp and get the most out of this practice time with his new team, whoever that may be. So I do think DeAndre Hopkins does sign with a team before training camp begins. Would you label DeAndre Hopkins as a diva wide receiver? Um, No. I mean, he's had a lot of stuff surrounding him over the last few years. But I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him in the same category as the divas of the position group of the past. I think he's a. I think he's a really good football player. I think he's focused on what he wants. He puts up production, and he's been in some situations where you know Bill O'Brien was a hard-headed GM slash head coach that had too much power. I think uh, he was in Arizona with a quarterback who wasn't dedicated to his craft enough and a head coach that was too busy worrying about his summers uh, and his, you know, Thailand trips or whatever with Cliff Kingsbury in a bad organization with the Arizona Cardinals. I, I don't label him a diva. I just think he's had some situations and an injury with an MCL two years ago and then a PED suspension that cost him six games. So I don't think he's a diva. So I, I don't Do know if there's going to be a full moon tonight, but no, I, I agree with you on both terms i don't think he's a diva and that is also why i believe that he will sign before training camp i think that he's ready to work i think he wants to build a rapport with whatever quarterback that he is going to play with and let's say it's the patriots or let's say it's the titans let's just say it's those two teams mac jones and ryan Tannehill. it would be in his best interest to create a good connection and rapport with said quarterback because he's not going to get the five-year deal, right? He's not getting a four-year deal. He's going to come out there and he needs to prove to the NFL that he's still a top 10 wide receiver, that he can still catch touchdowns, touchdowns, and he can still help teams. And if he signs a two-year deal, more than a one-year deal, let's just put it at that, that also influences him to sign before training camp. 
Also, he didn't play for the first seven games of last year. So he had a, a unique season, right? This was not a traditional year for DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins traditionally is not injured all the time. He doesn't miss a ton of times. He, he oh. may not enjoy practicing. But last year, he had to sit out of football for a long time. I don't think that he is ready for that. I think that he is ready to play. And so that's why I agree with you. That was my answer before you answered. That's I had no idea what your answer was. But I, I agree with you. I don't label him as a diva. Like T.O. and Chad Ochocinco and Odell Beckham Jr., those guys are divas. That's where I would put in the diva pot. I don't put DeAndre Hopkins there, and I think he's ready to find a team. Yeah, so I, I do think uh, here's this is a, a crazy stat because it's actually really difficult to do. DeAndre Hopkins the last two years has played in 19 total games. That means he's missed a total, <clears throat> excuse me, quick math of uh, 15 games the last two seasons. Before that, in his entire career, Zach, he missed two games. He played in 16 games in 2020. He missed one game in 2019. He missed one game in 2017. So that means from 2013 through 2020, uh, right there, his first eight seasons in the NFL, two games missed. Now with that, the older you get, the more games you tend to miss. Now, but again, like he had one injury that cost the MCL. That That's an injury that's not because you're old. It's just because that happens. And MCL and ACL, it doesn't matter. There's no... Uh, you know, it just it's, if it happens, it happens, and you're out for a considerable yeah, amount. Of time. You could argue. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, they, an ACL doesn't discriminate on who they want to pop on. Like it's just going to happen. And MCL, yeah, they they discriminate on older people. It's it's the function of the but, person. I, yeah, I disagree but, with. This. But the Titans just drafted uh, two players this draft who tore their ACLs in middle school. So I mean, like it doesn't necessarily matter. It would, right. Ty- and they're, <laughs> exactly. There's question marks there. Well, yeah, Tajay Spears and Peter Skronsky uh, tore his ACL in middle school. That's very under talked about. But I, I don't think uh, DeAndre Hopkins is necessarily injury prone because the the main part of him missing. No, I don't uh, think injury prone is a label. That's what I'm saying that it's not injury prone, but. You, we, I, all I'm bringing up is, and I brought up the fact that he's been healthy. I'm saying that the older you get, you tend to miss more games. Yes, but he missed. He had one significant injury that had him miss a chunk of games with the MCL, and then he had a suspension that missed. That was that's it, right? I mean, he he played every damn game while Will Fuller five was missing a, a, every five games uh, with the Texans during the same time. So, all right, so we both think he does sign before training camp. Yes. Okay. So now let's get to the other juicy part of this Mike Giardi report, because once again, the Giardi report from Monday, the back half of this, right? There are more teams uh, out there, right? In the coming weeks, slash so started training camp, citing possibly a team unhappy with their wide receiver room or an injury. The source added that uh, he had good visits with the Patriots and the Titans, and they both mentioned something unique about DeAndre Hopkins and what they would do. But the interesting thing of more out there in the coming weeks, citing a possibly a team unhappy with their wide receiver room or an injury. So is DeAndre Hopkins waiting on a dark horse team to rise out of the shadows to scoop him up that's better than the Patriots or better than the Titans? So the question now, who is this dark horse team that he could be waiting on? I have an opinion about who it could be. I'm curious to see what other people. So who is the dark horse team that DeAndre Hopkins could be waiting on in his free agency. But first, Krebs Kubota, there's no dark horse about this. If you're looking for the best equipment in the industry, Kubota is the place to go, and Krebs Kubota are the people to set you up with it. They've got three different locations across the Middle Tennessee area in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. They are an elite Kubota dealer, Krebs Kubota is. What does that mean? It means you get the perks of not just having the best equipment in the industry with Kubota name, but also the best warranties in the industry with Kubota and the best relationships when it comes to quick and timely service with your equipment as well. And it is super important to have a great relationship with your equipment provider. That's where Krebs comes in. They've been doing it for over 18 years in the mid-state. They strive to have the best customer service because they know your projects are important to you. You spend a lot of time and equity in those projects around your property to make sure that you have the right equipment to get it done, big or small, whatever it may be. So check them out. Krebs Kubota, again, Murfreesboro, Columbia, Franklin, or online, KrebsKubota.com. 
A to Z Sports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. They will hook you up with great deals. They've got boosts. They've got, uh, I mean, they can give, have you bet on the College World Series whenever you need. There's some good games, good baseball going on. I watched that game last night, LSU Wake Forest. Man, that was really, that was entertaining. They got a couple of good games today. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. They're the king of the sports book. Get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet misses, download the app today. All right, so who could be the dark horse team that DeAndre Hopkins might be waiting on to rise out of the shadows to scoop him up? So that's the question we're going through there. Uh, and MB says, Austin, he said there could be more teams. Right, that's what we're talking about right here um, for injuries or, or somebody unhappy with that situation. Kyle G says... The Chiefs, Eric Alonzo comes in with the Chiefs. Mr. Jones just says the Titans. And Jody says Cleveland, which I think is interesting. Uh, Cleveland is ready to bounce back after just being irrelevant the last several years. Uh, Stephen Wood says the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Brock says the Bills, the Chiefs, never seem to run out of money or room for weapons. Uh, Steven says Kansas City. Guy says Kansas City. Amar says, I hope he comes to the Titans, but I think he's going to be the, a chief or a bill. Uh, and then I see Ken says chiefs. Once they re-signs jo- uh, Jones to free up some more cap space, uh, Chris Jones there. Uh, Jonathan says the Cincinnati Bengals. That's the first Bengals so far. Scary Harry going with chiefs or bills. Scott saying the Chicago bears. That's the first bears answer. I think we've had uh, Jay says the bills are chiefs. Jabu says the Browns. Um, let's see chiefs coming in here. I feel like the chiefs are a very popular answer, uh, right here, obviously because of the Patrick Mahomes and the chance to win a super bowl. Nate says the Colts, um, the, and then hey, big 10 Jeff says the Colts, Zach, the Colts have a lot of money. The Colts have some of the most cap space in the NFL. They've got Anthony Richardson who they've invested a high draft pick in for the future. Gardner Minshew is kind of your you know, uh, veteran guy who can do it. And if Richardson's not ready, Michael Pittman Jr. is going into a contract year. So the Colts are kind of interesting. What do you think about the Colts in this situation? I just, the Colts are hard to read at this point, right? In my opinion, they are constantly in kind of rebuild mode by just like, you talk about bridging the gap. They've been bridging the gap with veteran quarterbacks for damn near a decade, really like five years, but now they've gone all in on a young quarterback, right? They've drafted Anthony Richardson. I don't know. My gut tells me that the Colts, it's just premature for the Colts. The Colts are trying to build something over the long haul to compete with the Jags, the Titans and the Texans. And that I think they are going to be more patient with their young quarterback. And so I don't think that the Colts feel like that they, I don't, I don't think they would admit this, but that they're a playoff contender. Uh, so I think it'd be kind of a waste of money. So I, that's where I'm kind of, I set the Colts aside. I think the only reason and the only way the Colts could get involved is because they can simply offer more money than some of the other teams, right? But if DeAndre Hopkins picks a team like the Colts, then you know how we were asking last week, like what is DeAndre Hopkins' number one priority? And we're like, ah, I mean, I don't know. We have we understand the checklist that we think DeAndre Hopkins wants because of what he said on the I Am Athlete podcast in March. And the Colts don't fit any of that. I mean, maybe quarterback Anthony Richardson, I'm sure, loves football. Uh, Jim Irsay is anything but stable. And then the Colts have a defense that is not exactly championship level, or do they have the opportunity for that? So, you know, I, I think that would lead us to say money was DeAndre Hopkins' first priority if he goes to a team like the Colts. Uh, where you know they have it to spend. I just don't think the Colts are there right now. No, but I, you know, to do this, I, I, I don't think it would be smart for the Colts. You know, foot. Well, I guess it could be because you're investing in D, in Anthony Richardson's long term future if that's where you want to go. But are and, you? I mean, how long of a deal are you going to give him? I think if if the Colts would, that's what I'm saying. The Colts would give DeAndre Hopkins maybe a three or four year deal for for more money because they can afford to do that. That's that's the caveat with the Colts. And if you're if you're the Colts, I think they're just that, trying to build a younger core. 
This is I, the type of move that the Titans and the Patriots are totally. trying to make. Uh, again, those are the teams that make the most logical sense that need a veteran quarterback yeah. to immediately ignite that wide receiver room and help their team because they think that they're closer than maybe that they are. Yeah, and I, look, I don't disagree with that. But again, if you're the Colts and you have Anthony Richardson, DeAndre Hopkins, a go up and get it wide receiver for a young quarterback is a good way to help that young quarterback. I'm continue. out on that. Look, I'm, I don't think the Colts are going to be. That's not my team. You want to know my team, Zach? Who I think I'm connecting dots. You want my team? You ready for it? Yeah. All right. So Mike Giardi's report right here. So I'm going to focus on uh, citing a team possibly unhappy with their wide receiver room or an injury. Right. I think the Buffalo Bills are a dark horse team that fits what Mike Giardi is saying in that report from his sources. So Mike Giardi has a lot of really strong connections across the NFL, but absolutely he does in the AFC East. Zach, I'm going to read this. These are headlines on a to Z sports.com slash Buffalo. The headlines are bills are quote, very concerned about wide receiver Stefan Diggs. Another headline, no end in sight for latest Bills drama involving Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen and Von Miller speak out about Stephon Diggs' absences. ESPN analyst unfairly criticizes Josh Allen and the Bills handling Diggs. Bills, Stephon Diggs adds controversy with cryptic message. Stephon Diggs could be fined nearly 100K for missing mandatory minicamp. Those are things that all happened last week. And if you click on those articles and you read them on our website, it shows of how weird and complicated and kind of odd the Stefan Diggs situation is with the Buffalo Bills. Because the Buffalo Bills are paying Stefan Diggs like 24 point something million dollars of cash this season. That's the third most cash uh, of any NFL wide receiver is going to collect in their pocketbook this year. So it can't be financial. There's also some weird things that he showed up to mandatory minicamp, went to do his, his physical like everybody does. And he did that, and then he didn't show up the next day. Is there a medical concern? I don't necessarily think there is. His agent also said that he would absolutely be there for the, quote, entirety of mandatory minicamp, and he wasn't. He wasn't out there. And then the very concerned quote, that came from the head coach, Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott was asked about Stephon Diggs, and he said he's very concerned about Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is under contract through 2027, making a lot of money for the Buffalo Bills. I don't know why there's unhappiness there, but clearly there's something going on with the Bills and Stephon Diggs that is a problem. And the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen understand that they can't be the lesser version of Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas of the 1990s. They have to win. They have an opportunity to go win with a superhuman quarterback in Josh Allen. And if Stephon Diggs is not healthy, happy, then, well, DeAndre Hopkins is right there. And so I think this dark horse team feels like the Buffalo Bills because I don't know what's going on with Stephon Diggs and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Okay, well, two things with that. And I think, you know, you, you said all facts that have been reported. So I, 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 I see the dots you're trying to connect. The Bills have $5.4 million in cap space, okay? Right. Yeah. How do you get rid of Diggs? What team this late in the game is going to trade for $24 million in a superstar wide receiver, who's going to trade for that contract? Nobody was going to trade for the Arizona Card uh, Cardinals contract for DeAndre Hopkins, which was less money, $2 million less, than Stephon Diggs. So you bring up all of these points, mm -hmm. but my thing that I would combat that with is, who in the hell and how in the hell are they going to get rid of Stefan Diggs to then see to sign DeAndre Hopkins because they don't have the money? So the interesting aspect of Stefan Diggs' contract is that he also had a restructured deal earlier in the offseason. So while he's getting $24.5 million of cash this year, his base salary is just $1.1. So that actually makes him more tradable. Uh, now the bills, the bills are will have to probably when they trade him, pay some of that salary. It, no, it's just 1.1 Zach. Like, you know, the tight, but it's a contract. Like I understand the, what, the, what else is the contract? But the, I, I don't have that's the contract what I'm saying though. is the cash. I have the contract up right here. The cash for Stefan Diggs that a, a team trading for him would have to, to take on this season is 1.1 1 
of his his salary, right? So that's doable for the current cap. Then a t- any team that acquires Stephon Diggs in a trade can worry about the 18 plus million dollars of base salary over the next three years each later. That uh, if the Titans, I mean, I don't know what the Titans would have to give up for Stephon Diggs in a trade compensation wise, but the Titans could easily trade and take on the salary of Nobody's the contract for trading Diggs. for that. I, I'm not saying you're, that you're living I'm, in la la land. Zach, I'm not, no, I'm answering your question. You asked me about. Uh, trading for Stefan Diggs. Yeah, how are you going to do that? So, so that's asking, my question. My question is that forget everything else I said. Who is going to trade for Stefan Diggs? I'm at telling this point you, in time? I'm answering your question, and you said that I'm in La La Land. Um, Zach, you how how is somebody going to who? I mean, because of the because of the contract, it's actually not that ridiculous to who? trade for. I don't know because nobody's discussing Stefan Diggs being traded right now. I'm just answering your question. That's what my point is, is that there is no team. If we've seen the landscape of the market based on DeAndre Hopkins being available, you get the Titans, you get the Patriots. Then you've got the Chiefs and the Bills out there in, in that la-la land that they – I don't believe have the money to pay DeAndre Hopkins what he thinks his value is. Now you're going to throw this curveball in, which I think you've justified to a point, but I think where your point drops off is you have to have a team to trade for Stefan Diggs. You're yes. not just trading for the contract. You're going to have to give up assets to get that type of play. No doubt. No doubt. No, absolutely and no who doubt. Who is going to give up those type of assets on top of taking that contract for Stefan Diggs. I don't see any team this late in the game doing that. Okay. Um, how about the Chicago Bears? The Chicago Bears already made their wide receiver moves. But if Chicago, if the Chicago Bears have so much money and they're going they just all just traded for DJ Moore, they have their number Great. one wideout. I mean, they could have two. I mean, but if you're, if just, they were one of the worst passing offenses last year, right? If the Chicago Bears, who see an opportunity in the division with the Kirk Cousins-led Vikings not necessarily breaking through, Aaron Rodgers is gone, the Detroit Lions look good. But, I mean, I'm just giving you options of who could financially do it. I just think history shows that superstar wide receivers like Stefan Diggs with massive contracts are not traded right before the season because everything else has already passed. The off season has already taken its course. This is the type of trade that happens at the beginning of the off season. I, I don't disagree, but here we are. But it makes it very difficult for that, other teams because they've already planned. It's like, we're going on a trip. We're going across the country. Oh, well, do you want to fly to Mexico last second? It's like, well, I, all, the, the RV's already packed up. We've already set, we're going to set sail. We're leaving Monday. Zach, and here's now all I, of a sudden, like, I think, I, I understand things change, but logically, I don't see that happening. But you're also asking me to answer your question and then dumping on me for answering your question. Well, because <laughs> I, I think that it is illogical for the Bills, or for one, to expect the Bills to trade Stephon Diggs. I, I And I never said I expect the Bills to trade Stephon Diggs. I just said, and I'm going through the DeAndre Hopkins situation of a dark horse team or you know, Mike Giardi saying that DeAndre Hopkins and his camp are potentially waiting on other teams and other situations to come up as training camp arises and a team might be unhappy with their wide receiver situation. And currently... The Buffalo Bills and Stephon Diggs are not on the same page. For whatever reason, it doesn't make sense to me of why they're not. I don't think I see an obvious of like, oh, why would Stephon Diggs be unhappy with the Buffalo Bills? He catches a lot of passes. He scores a lot of touchdowns. He gains a lot of yards. They're paying a bunch of money. I don't I don't know. Like, what's the rift there? He's got a quarterback that can throw it a million yards. So everything looks good in my eyes for Stephon Diggs in, in Buffalo, but something's not happening there. So if that is an unhappy situation, then DeAndre Hopkins could be a solution to whatever that is. And again, you asked me the question, who would trade for Stephon Diggs? I think the Chicago Bears would make a lot of sense to answer your question. You, you that That's the team you pick 
that's fair. I and they're in the NFC. I mean, I think that I I don't see that happening. The Bears are in they, the NFC. They've got their young quarterback on a rookie they contract. Just they just made their they, deal. They just did that with. What DJ are they going to give up? Uh, I mean. The Bears have a their average age for the Chicago Bears is 25 years old. That is the uh, second youngest roster in the NFL behind the Chiefs, which is kind of terrifying. Uh, but so they've got ability to do that. They've got cheap players. They've got a young core. They just got DJ Moore. Now you could have Stephon Diggs to go along with Justin Fields. I mean, if you're the Bears, you're trying to go all in on winning this damn division. They've never had a quarterback in their franchise history throw for 30 touchdown passes in a season. All right, now you got DJ Moore and Stephon Diggs and Justin Fields. Go see what happens. That's my point. I think the Bears make sense out for what we're talking about here, for the question you asked me. And they got a ton of money. I, I think that this is more in pipe dream fantasy land. I, I just think that it is a far-fetched thing because of the money and assets that you are trying to move. Like, I see you're trying to read the tea leaves, but you're trying to trade a superstar wide receiver to another team that has to give up that. assets to a superstar I wide receiver. Say, I did not say team. that. I did not say but the Bills. For this are to happen, DeAndre Hopkins to sign with the Bills, Stephon Diggs has got to leave. Uh, doesn't have to. He didn't have you're, to. You're telling me that that the Bills would sign DeAndre Hopkins and keep Stephon Diggs. They financially they they could work. Yeah, Steph, yeah, yes, they How? could do that. How? Because Stephon Diggs' salary is only $1 million this year. They've already you paid You think him. that's going to make Stephon Diggs happier? I mean, do you want to win a Super Bowl? Do you not understand? Have you read those articles? Yeah, I, you, yes, <laughs> I have. I read them all again this morning. I read them last week and I read them again. I don't know why. Like, Stephon Diggs being in a situation with the Bills makes no sense to me. I just went over that. But taking away targets and bringing in another high-paid wide receiver doesn't make diva wide receivers but, happy. No, no, you like financially and roster construction-wise, that the Bills don't have to trade Stephon Diggs to bring in Hopkins. They can do it in other ways, and I don't, you know, they don't have to move on. They have from, five million dollars. Yes, but you're not going to say. That's my point, Zach. Trading. Stefan Diggs saves the Bills $1 million. Who gives a damn? Like, that doesn't help them. They would have to go, they would have to go move more money anyway. They would do that to, no, the reason why they would trade Stefan Diggs is to get rid of Diggs because of his unhappiness uh, and yes. to get something for the player. It's not, that's not a contract trade. That is an asset trade. Right. But you, when you bring up the cap space, what I'm saying is that they moving digs doesn't free up enough money for the bills to sign. But your Hopkins. position is because he's unhappy. I think that's why I'm bringing this up. The core of the root of your position is because that Stefan Diggs happened. is unhappy and the yes. bills are worried about it. Yes. Bringing in DeAndre Hopkins is not a recipe to make Stefan Diggs more happy right so again you could figure out so that is correct we are on the same page that that does not make logical sense to make a star diva wide receiver happy is to bring in co competition to take away targets i don't know why stefan diggs is unhappy maybe stefan diggs it does not happy. matter <laughs> that is not one of those things okay all right so all right, that's I'm connecting the dots based on Mike Giardi's report and teams that have been discussed about DeAndre Hopkins. The Bills and the Chiefs are both reported to be involved in trade conversations with the Cardinals that did not happen. There's been speculation that the Bills and the Chiefs are also on the perimeter interested on DeAndre Hopkins while the Patriots and Titans have had visits with D-Hop. So I think a dark horse team could be the Bills because this situation with Stefan Diggs. Now, how does that materialize? I don't know, but I do think the Buffalo Bills could be a player for D-Hop as we turn the calendar to July. So I'm going to give you another scenario okay. of how DeAndre Hopkins could play this based okay. on the Girardi report. And right. this is what I think he could do this, which would probably be simpler than the, the Diggs 
trade situation. Okay, that's fine. I will let you dive into that. But first, let me tell you guys about the Aura app where you can save yourself from all of the uh, nuisance of robocallers, spammers in your email, junk mail in your mailbox. Because if you sign up with the Aura app by using our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, you get a two-week free trial for Aura who keeps you safe online and they do everything for you. They automatically submit the opt-out requests on your behalf to get rid of those spam robocallers and telemarketers and junk mailers from your life. They also have password manager, a VPN, uh, credit and identity theft monitoring as well, all inside of one app. And it's so easy to use. It takes all of two and a half minutes to sign up with the Aura app. And again, use our link. You have to use our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. Aura stripped away uh, 30 data brokers from my life uh, when I signed up. And it only took like five or six days for them to get rid of all of that uh, for me. And I've been seeing the benefits. Zach, you have too. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for that two-week free trial. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Get online, download it in your app store on Apple or Android. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of the sports book. All right, Zach, what you got here? Because you got something else here? Well, this is, I think, makes the most logical sense. That okay. is illogical. To, I feel like that is playing fantasy what, football. What is illogical? Instead of just saying Trying, that. Well, what that of what we just talked about. Okay, well, is, just resetting it, it. To make Stefan Diggs more happy is to go and sign DeAndre Hopkins or trying to find a trade partner to trade Stefan Diggs and then get assets this late in the game. I think that is, and and I'll read a, a comment, a super chat, because, you know, Kane it kind of has something to do. This is Zach acts like the NFL don't make dumb deals. Does it make dumb deals? Look how many uh, the Titans have made arguing this is silly. I, I think that's silly to compare uh, the Titans' previous deals to what we're talking about now. There's a lot of moving pieces of what has to happen to get DeAndre Hopkins on the Buffalo Bills without Stephon Diggs. Because I think if Stephon Diggs is on the field with DeAndre Hopkins, I don't think Stephon Diggs is happier than he is currently. Here's the way that I would play it if I'm DeAndre Hopkins. So you read more into the if they're unhappy with their wide receiver room. Mm -hmm. I think I'm reading more into or an injury. DeAndre Hopkins should, if he's going to play it this way, let's say that he doesn't have an affinity for the Titans and the Patriots based on the money they're willing to pay him, right? Maybe they're trying to pay him 12 and he thinks he's worth 15 with up to $17 million in incentives. I have no idea what he thinks he's worth. But DeAndre Hopkins could hedge and essentially know that two suitors are after him. The Titans and the Patriots are not going to get any less de desperate at their wide receiver position today as opposed to one day before week one. Mm -hmm. If I'm DeAndre Hopkins and I really want to play this game, I don't show up to a training camp. And I bet that 30 other teams possibly 29 have a 20 have an injury. Yeah, because the Cardinals are not going to resign. And the Texans. Uh that an injury happens. And now maybe something along the way. Here, I'll throw out this scenario. Let's say I'm on St. Uh, St. Brown for the the Lions tears his ACL in training camp. Now Jameson Williams is out. The Detroit Lions have $22 million in cap space and they don't have a wide receiver. That would make a lot of sense for DeAndre Hopkins that doesn't involve a Stefan Diggs trade. So that would be more logical this late in the game based on the Girardi report of what DeAndre Hopkins could do without having teams have to move a lot of pieces. This is just straight injury need a wide receiver to replace said injured player here. Let's negotiate. Here is the starting point because the Titans and the Patriots have already showed interest. They're waiting around. That makes more sense. So for everybody in the chat saying, Zach, you haven't given any options. Ah, 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 ah. That would be my option for Deandre Hopkins. That would make the most sense to wait around. If he does not want to get into camp and start building a rapport and get some stability with a quarterback. Yeah. Does that makes sense. 
I mean, yes, it does. But now you're like, does DeAndre Hopkins want to, what does DeAndre Hopkins think about Jared Goff? Some people like Jared Goff. Some people don't like Jared Goff. And I don't know. Would you, know, you rather have Jared Goff or Mac Jones? Uh, probably Jared Goff. Exactly. Right. But, but again, like there's other people that might. Ryan Tannehill or Jared Goff? Ryan Tannehill. As a wide receiver? Yes. I don't know. I think you're going to get more targets with Jared Goff. That's not what you asked. That's well, that's the that's the Lions versus the Titans, not the quarterbacks. But they're one and the same because you're signing with a team. So no, you Lions or Titans? No, you asked me specifically. Lions or Titans? Lions or Titans? It's a, I mean, it's a pretty interesting combination there because I, you know the Lions have opportunity in their division. Um, you know the Titans do as well, but I think there's a lot of familiarity. I would if if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, I'd probably go to Nashville still because of Mike Vrabel, Tim Kelly, who know what I am at my best, and then also Derek Henry, who I know, and I do believe there's opportunity there. I would go to the Lions, but you're talking and about the I Lions. I would go with jo- Jared Goff, but you're talking about the Lions without Amon Ross St. Brown. Well, Jameson Williams is suspended half the season, so. right? I know, I know. So that's, but again, like that's what you're so that's discussing three, now. That makes more logical sense because they you can now take over for a star wide receiver for a period of time. And the offense can figure it out with DeAndre Hopkins. That makes sense. I picked the Lions. They throw the football a lot. The Lions are very attractive. The Lions could be very attractive. Yes. And they got money to spend. And, you know, why they haven't been. The Detroit Lions and DeAndre Hopkins, to my knowledge, have not been linked. Yeah, one there's second. no connection, right? I, so that's I, I threw out an injury scenario, and then I, I honestly just pulled that off the top of my head, and that's kind of where we are. But if you're looking at teams with cap space, I think the Cleveland Browns might be more likely than the Detroit Lions because the Cleveland Browns can pay. They had Deshaun Watson. They've got some good weapons on offense and they have desperation to go out there and make the playoffs because of all the money that's invested in Deshaun Watson. And guess who he's played with before and made all pros with Deshaun Watson. That makes, that makes sense more than the lions. Again, it was a scenario for, I could have picked anybody. I could have picked Brandon cooks and the Cowboys, right? Like the, my whole point is, I think it's more likely that you wait for injury than you wait for a disgruntled Buffalo Bills team. Yeah, but the Buffalo Bills are really good, and the Buffalo Bills can go out there I, and. I get it. I just think one is more likely than the other. All right, Zach. Let's get to Tuesday sports trivia here as DeAndre Hopkins' watch continues. Uh, time for Tuesday sports trivia. Uh, you've got five questions. Uh, that we're going to get to here and see how many we can get right. We we cannot do less uh, than three uh, out of five. So time for Tuesday Sports Trivia. Tuesday Sports Trivia, all presented by Wilson County Hyundai. So check them out, Wilson County Hyundai in Lebanon for your new ride. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see our guy Payne Bone and his family in Lebanon at Wilson County Hyundai. Com. So, Zach, time for Tuesday sports trivia. What do you have for us? we got five questions, four sports, one non-sports. We're all on the same team, one rule, no Googling. Uh, let's see if we can get all five right. College World Series. In the first two College World Series in 1947 and 1948, who lost the first two? Texas, California, Yale, or Southern California? In the first two College World Series in 1947 and 1948, who lost the first two? Texas, California, Yale, or USC? I have no clue. Uh, Texas has always been a stable I, baseball program. 1940s? But I don't know. That's what I was going to say. I don't know about the late 1940s. And then Yale is obviously an older university that I feel like it's gotta be, I don't think it could be California or USC because I don't know if the California schools in the forties were that athletically developed yet. I don't know. I, I think it's Yale because baseball 
can be played by smaller institutions at a high level. So I say Yale. That's my guess. In the 40s, baseball was a lot bigger of a game. Yeah. And what is and the chat saying? I see a lot of Yales. I see a lot of USC's and a lot of Texas's. Basically, nobody says California. Oh, well, Noah says Cal won the first college world series. I found that out this weekend. Well, that, there goes my whole. Uh, so I don't think it would be Cal versus Southern Cal. I mean, that no. would be unique. <clears throat> so man, it's Yale or Texas. I think I say we go Yale. You want to lock that in Yale final A to Z. The correct answer is Yale. Yale lost the first to California teams. They first lost to Cal eight to seven. Then they lost to Southern California nine to two. Well, Dan, I was just as wrong as I could be. I got the answer right, but I I didn't show my, if I show my work, you'd be like, you're an idiot, but I got it right. All right. One and oh. In 1987, this is college baseball. Stanford beat the, what big 12 team to win the national championship, Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, or Oklahoma state. In 1987, Stanford beat what Big 12 team to win the national championship in college baseball? Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, or Oklahoma State? I feel like this is an okay state. I feel like this is Oklahoma State. I just have a gut. I can just feel I feel like Oklahoma State 80s baseball was like really good for no random reason. Oklahoma State is my my gut. What is the chat saying? Uh, chat flying in now. We've got Oklahoma, <clears throat> Oklahoma State, Missouri, um, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is the most popular answer that's, that's flying in here. So, well, um, let's, I think we're going to go with that. Yeah. Lock it in. Final A to Z, Oklahoma State. Stanford won this game nine to five to win two straight national championships. The second one in 1988, they beat Arizona State. The first one, they beat Oklahoma State. Yeah. Boom, 2-0. and All right, now we go obscure. Paintball. <laughs> what solutions were, were paintballs originally made of? Uh, oil base, lead paint, melted crayon and water, or water-soluble food dye? What solution were paintballs originally made of in the sport of like paintball? Water soluble food food dye, oil based, lead based, melted crayon and water. So what do you have any year? No. Because it can't be like I don't think I don't think paint I don't think the game of paintball has been on long enough for lead based to be the to be the answer. <clears throat> melted crayon and water wouldn't the crayon harden or because it's diluted it wouldn't crayon just doesn't sound right that's wax i think it's water soluble food dye or oil based see now liz brings up liz says she's going with lead base because why would they need to change it? Because it you were talking about originally, so they had to change it to something. My thought is they might have changed it to make it more cost effective. Jameson says they're oil based now. I think it's oil based <clears throat> originally. I mean, how much have they changed? I don't know. I've that actually, I think we're betting on that they've changed. I've never played paintball. I never played paintball. A guy in high school, they were uh, they're older than me, played paintball and got shot in the eye. And ever since then, I I've never played. <laughs> I wasn't wear, there, but I remember the, he had a patch. That's why. That's why you wear the damn thing. No, I, I know. I, this is the two, early two thousands. Um, um, I I kind of feel like we should go crayon. It, it's not crayon. I I refuse to go crayon. I think okay. this is. Water-soluble food dye or oil-based, and I don't think it would be water-soluble food dye. Uh-uh. I think it's I think it's oil. I think it's crayon. I think crayon water. That's what I think. 
Because uh, who uh, came up with it? Some some person came up with this. It's like I'm gonna melt crayon. It's not crayon and water. Okay, that, that so scientifically. So you change. can lock it in all you want. It's this is up to you. Plus crayons, you automatically have your colors. I think that's why it's crayons. Is that you just melt those colors to tell who's on the team. That's what I'm going. I'm with. out on melted this crayon. Then I'm mine. going oil based. All right, I cannot, so I you can lock it in all you want. Go for and it. If I get if I get beat, I'll admit getting beat. But right. I don't think it. I think it's oil based. All right, so lock it in already, Dan. All Come right, on. final A to Z. You're going oil. <laughs> Suck it. Boom. <laughs> oil base, which is made by the Nelson Paint Company. Right. Bada boom. Baby. Yeah. Yes. It would have been, been more fun. Give me All a right. Three and oh. Three and oh. Fine. Thanks for joining us. I had to get the two first two answers correct. So thanks for playing uh, the game. <laughs> Let's see. Three and oh. At the majority of fields in U.S. paintball, what size does a splat need to be in order to be called out? Quarter. Okay, that's one of them. A quarter, just, a dime, any size counts, even splatter, three good-sized shots. So to be called out, does it need to be a dime size, a quarter size, three good-sized shots, or any size, even splatter? See, uh, see, Matt says any size counts. I'm thinking, like, it's just a flesh wound. Come on. like If it's a dime, it's like, I got clipped, I'm good. I've never played, so I know they're oil-based, but I've never played. <laughs> um, Brad says, I'm pretty sure any size count. Devin says any size. Orlando says quarter. Uh, Jeff says dime. Thomas says quarter. Kyle says quarter. I feel like it's quarter. That, that, I don't know. That just jumped into my head that a quarter size, that makes sense. You want to lock that in? Uh, now, Jameson says any size count. You're not getting splatted if if clipped. But splatter, let's say you're right next to a barrier and it it hits yeah. and it splatters on you. So you shouldn't be out. Reread the question. At the majority of fields in U.S. paintball, what size does a splat need to be in order to be called out? A dime size, a quarter size, three good size shots, or any size counts, even splatter. Quarter. Let's go quarter final A to Z. That just seems like something you can like check. Uh, you got a quarter? All right, stick it up there. Nobody's carrying on dimes. So I say quarter size final A to Z. They don't actually measure a quarter, but that is the accepted size. Mm. 4-0, baby. This is huge. We can go for five. All right. Father's Day was a couple of days ago. What percentage of Father's Day cards are purchased for dads? What percentage of Father's Day cards are purchased for dads? 70%, 90%, 50%, 50%, 50%, 50%, So I guess some Father's Day cards would be purchased for grandfathers or great grandfathers you see that wouldn't be dad but that's they would be a dad then i i don't know <laughs> what percentage <laughs> of father's day cards are purchased for dads i mean it's not 100 70 90 50 or 30 I I feel like there's some trick question or trick about this question that I'm not registering. There will be an explanation for the answer. Yeah. So what are the numbers again? 70? 70, 90, 50, or 30? I say 70 is probably the... I say we go 70%. Plus, who knows? Like, who's count, like How do you know who it's going to? Because Robert's right. Like, they don't ask at the register. Like, or could it be a trick question because dads and moms and 50%? But it's now Father's you got Day me cards. on the trick But question. it's Father's Day cards. Like, no, I, I know. I, I'm now I'm trying to, I'm, I'm maybe trying to outthink uh, myself. Yeah. I think 
You want to do 70? Yeah, final rate is E, 70%. Oh, mother. Is 50%. The Father's Day card business will ring up about $780 million in a year, but only 50% of those cards are purchased for dads. Nearly 15% of Father's Day cards are purchased for husbands. Other receipt recipients include grandfathers, sons, brothers, and uncles. Who are all dads. But it's not your dad. I think that's what it was trying to say. That's... I I got 50% correct, but it wasn't based on what I... Why I thought. So it's like like the act of the son or daughter buying the card directly. Yeah, if you buy a Father's Day card for your uncle, it's not your dad. But But your uncle could be a dad. But it's for it should be for the purchase. That's not the question. I, I didn't make the question up. I, I don't like it. It's the purchaser's dad is how it. That's. But if the do. purchaser, yeah, the purchaser buys it for an uncle, that's not their dad. Because like if if like if you know the the mom buys the card for the three year old kid to give to the dad, then that's obviously not for the dad. Stupid. Question. It's by the son. Stupid question. No, it's by the mom, not it's by the for the husband. But the husband is not their her dad. I know that you That's only have one dad. That's what I'm that saying. I think is I what understand. the question. You could have more than one dad. Yeah, fair in today's society. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. No, I'm just saying like stepdads and stuff. There's yeah, there's but it's not your true father. I, I think yeah. it's not your biological father. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you can't call No, them I'm right. not saying it's any less. They're not adequate. I will say I'm just will, saying the dad, like the term of what I think I think it's a stupid question. I think it was a trick question. I will say this to wrap up this in this stupid conversation. <laughs> I am glad man. there's one thing I'm glad that I did not see on Father's Day. I did not see a single Titans fan call Taylor One dad on Father's Day, and I was excited about that. I was like, I was kind of keeping my eye out for it. And I was like, one of you better not. Well, because, yeah, because dad left. Dad left. <laughs> dad ain't coming back. <laughs> he was too busy selling dad hats. Yeah, He's getting right? rich off of it. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, guys. Hey, great show today talking DeAndre Hopkins and, and that stupid dad Father's Day card question. You know, four <laughs> and one. Hey, I'll take it. We worked hard on those. Yeah, four dad sports got games. fired. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure you like the show before you go hit that thumbs up button. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to the channel. More live content coming throughout the rest of the week as we follow D hop watch uh, as well. So give us that thumbs up before you head out of here on Facebook and YouTube buck rising live tonight. A to Z sports primetime. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Wednesday, get your shade ready and we'll see you then. Appreciate it as always. Adios.